This is Bigger Pockets Daily. Get ready for a bite-sized guide to building wealth through real estate. BiggerPockets.com offers the world's biggest real estate investing forum and thousands of blog articles like the one I'm about to share. We bring you these in audio form because you can't read when you're riding your bike or building a deck. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Three types of motivated sellers and how to win deals by solving their problems by Whitney Hutton. Finding it hard to get your first property or to scale your portfolio? Sick of competing with retail buyers and investors in this hot real estate market? I have a secret to building your portfolio and building it quickly. Learn to not compete. Really? Yes. Instead, learn to be a problem solver. According to 2016 Adam data, in Midwestern areas of the U.S., Off-market real estate represented 24% of all transactions, and that number is growing each year. What's this mean? There are plenty of motivated sellers out there and deals to be had. 
Your job is to understand the different types of motivation, find out how to reach those who are motivated, and understand how to solve the problem that seller has. Three types of seller motivation. Seller motivation generally falls into three buckets. Financial distress, emotional distress, property distress. When you are able to find a seller whose motivation hits more than one bucket, you are more apt to find a great deal. Remember, though, this isn't all about finding a screaming deal for you. When you can solve someone's problem and you become known for that, deals will find you. Financial distress. A seller who is under financial distress might have experienced one of the following life events. Death, divorce, job loss, bankruptcy, rehabs gone wrong. And while this isn't an exhaustive list, this type of seller is generally looking to exit the property to solve a financial issue related to a life event. Perhaps they can't afford the payment on the property, or the tax bills have been piling up and someone is about to take the house. Or maybe they can no longer afford repairs and want to move on. This type of seller is likely to be looking for top dollar on the property. They're even more likely to be looking for someone to solve the financial pain the property is causing them. Emotional distress. A seller who is under emotional distress might have experienced one of the life events below. Death, divorce, job relocation, seniors who need to downsize, investors who are done with rentals due to evictions, bad renters, deferred maintenance, rehabs gone wrong, etc. Notice, the life events may be the same as someone under financial distress. However, the motivation to sell is different. This means your approach needs to be different. This seller may not have to sell for financial reasons, but the property is starting to cause serious emotional distress for them. Last year, I picked up a property that another investor was rehabbing. He was completing the rehab himself and quickly realized he was in over his head. It made sense. He had a new kiddo at home. It was a great deal. We picked it up and used our systems to complete the rehab quickly. That way, the investor could move on to another project that was more in his comfort zone and spend time with his new family. Property distress. A seller who is suffering from property distress is probably experiencing one of the following issues. Deferred maintenance, property repair, i.e. fire, natural disaster, accident, death on the property, property taxes aren't paid, property is dated. When a property is in distress, it is generally a safe assumption that the seller is also motivated by financial and or emotional distress. A combo of solutions can help address the issues. Where to find a motivated seller? While you could scour the MLS to find deals, motivated sellers oftentimes are so overwhelmed by the life event that put them in their predicament that they don't know where to begin. So, you will have to find them. You can find motivated sellers in myriad places, with the last two being my favorites. Obituaries, court filings, like divorce, bankruptcy, probate, tax liens, foreclosure, lawyers, property managers, senior move managers. Yes, this is a real profession. How to solve motivated sellers' problems. Once you find a motivated seller, have a conversation with them. Find out how they think and feel and figure out how you can solve their needs. Check out the book Finding and Funding Great Deals by Anson Young for great scripts and hacks. Here are a few ways I've been successful at solving a motivated seller's needs. Highest offer, cash offer, large earnest deposit, quick closing, long closing, flexible closing, 
ask for no repairs, allow the seller to rent back for a period of time, pay their closing costs, take care of everything they leave behind, hire a mover for them. Case study. Last year, I found myself in a nightmare situation, working on my mother's property from over a thousand miles away. I was a motivated seller. In working out my strategy, I had several investors tour the home, and I was very clear on my needs and the reason I was offloading the property. Property distress. The home was dated, largely unmaintained, and we found out it had just gone into foreclosure. Surprise! Financial distress. I had to pay for upfront costs to manage the estate, keep up the property, and sell it. Obviously not something that I planned for. Emotional distress. Aside from my mother's death, all of my parents' belongings, including my childhood belongings, were packed in the house. I didn't want someone tossing everything into dumpsters. Instead, I wanted time to hold an online auction to give the belongings a new home. After meeting with 10 investors over three days, I had seven offers in hand. Five of those seven investors lost out due to the simple fact they weren't willing to help me solve my emotional distress with regard to wanting to hold an auction. Of the two others left, here is the one that won. Revisit my distress list above to see how many boxes this offer checks. All cash offer, flexible closing, I had to negotiate the probate system, asked for no repairs, paid my closing costs, allowed for two online auctions, and removed and donated all other items not sold. Conclusion What I learned going through that process was priceless to my investing strategy. First, there are myriad places outside of the MLS to find motivated sellers. In this case study, it was the senior move manager who connected me to the investor who brought the winning offer. Second, the investor took the time to truly understand my motivation to sell and how to really solve my problems. Third, because she understood my motivation, she could create a win-win for both of us that made it a no-brainer to sell to her. She was a problem solver, and I guarantee her business is booming because of this skill. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, connecting with real estate investors in your market is one of the most valuable uses of your time. Visit biggerpockets.com events to find a meetup near you. See you tomorrow.